Good news, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Broken Bougie Podcast. I am Chrissy. And I'm Quinny, a.k.a. Quinn, a.k.a. over in their fucking bullshit, just so y'all know. Oh, my God. So it's a Pisces moon, and she's like, she needs to stay away because... I do. She stay away from everybody. My, my horoscope, or not horoscope, the thing I read, it did say I need to stay away from people, but I don't believe it. So... But listen, before she even read hers to me, I was like, Chrissy, I know what's wrong with me. Like, there's a, oh, you know, the full moon's in Pisces. And she goes, what does that mean? I haven't been feeling right. And I feel like normally my energy is more positive and like I'm nicer than like what my spirit is right now. Like I, I want to wake up and choose violence and no, (laughs) and nobody's doing anything. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. Okay. You can't say nobody's doing anything to you because there's a person that did do something to you and you basically just had to give them a jab or two. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll like, block that out. But that is a person. She chose violence with that person. Okay, I did choose violence. Um, you don't have to block it out. I just feel like um, Mariah. He also chose violence, though, too. Right. It was reciprocated. Right. Is that what it's called? Reciprocated? You've been using that word today. And I don't know if you're using it right. Reciprocated? I don't know why. I've seen it today. Reciprocated. <laughs> Yeah, it was. If you chose violence and he chose violence, it was reciprocated. I mean, yeah. I want to say that makes sense. But, you know, at this point in time, who knows? We're not sure if it makes sense or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's that. Um, Chrissy's drinking a cocktail. I don't even have a cocktail for today. I guess I can go grab a truly or something my my cocktail is just leftover cocktail I made a specialty cocktail because I went to this party day party for a friend's birthday it was called igloo you could bring your own alcohol so I pre-mix alcohols and I got this great concoction and I'm just drinking what I didn't drink on Sunday what's in that um this is berry lemonade infused tequila okay mango lemonade lime juice it's really good actually the way you're drinking it it looks good um it is so it was really strong on sunday but i think because it had not set and since it's set and the ingredients are like now set and like i shook it up real quick too I also made this drink like super quick because I forgot like we were going to lunch and everybody was like, no, you have to bring all your stuff for like the day party. And I was like, oh shit. So I like hurry up and made a drink. But yeah, it's been sitting and now it's really good. It's fruitful. It's very fruitful. 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 So with fruitful being said, we are talking about fraud. <laughs> Don't you just love my transactions? I love like your transitions. Transitions. Thank you. Not transactions. <laughs> this no, is not. I am not paying you. This is not a transaction, girl, or something. Wait. Um. You want to talk about fraud? What? Oh my god! Our podcast could have been associated with fraud. Oh, yeah, that was the one. I feel like that was more, I mean, it was like fraud, but it was also like, I feel like it was, I did not identity crisis. What did I say? Oh, imposter syndrome. It's imposter syndrome. I actually want to do a whole episode on that, on imposter syndrome. Okay. Yeah. And I want to bring an imposter on. (laughs) We can't bring one back. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't have her contact anymore. So no, we can't bring her back, but we can talk about that. Remember, I said there was oh my gosh, that, that was so me. funny. <laughs> That's what she. I felt like she had it was an imposter syndrome. So we had a person that was on our podcast, and I feel like she had imposter syndrome because she literally told us and said these things. But I knew her from a Facebook group and other groups, and she literally told all these people the same thing of who she was. So it just it 
it literally just made it seem like this was the person. And she had like evidence, credentials, and things like but that. But they weren't <laughs> real. What do you mean? No, they weren't. How I know they're real, Quinny. I'm not remember the FBI. When, remember when the like agent talked to you and they're like, maybe you guys should vet your this seems like a case for the FBI. <laughs> They probably think we're talking about a show. No, this really happened no, to Christina. This really happened. And the DOJ, the Department of Justice, actually called me. I was like, when she, first of all, when she like slid in my DMs, I was like, what the hell is happening? You thought and it was fraud. I was like, what the freak? I was like, I thought we were about to get sued for something we said. I'm not going to lie. I was like, shit. And then when she called me, she's like, I'm special agent. I was like, special agent? Yeah. Imposter syndrome. That's what she had. She had imposter syndrome. Remember the show Imposters? Did you ever watch that? Or was that Kendall? Okay, that was Kendall that used to watch it with me. But no. So I watched this documentary today. And besides this, there's other things I want to discuss. But um, it was the Lula Row. Um. And it was called Lula Rich. And it was mind-blowing. Like, if you have not watched it, you should watch it because it was super mind-blowing. Um, about, like, MLMs. And that's the multi-level marketing, if you don't know. And, like, Ponzi schemes. But it was insane how many people signed up to do this MLM and I know people do a lot of MLMs. Herbal Life is an MLM. Um, all these other shit out there. But this is for clothing. For such tacky clothing. This shit was tacky. Have you ever seen the Lula Rue? Like you've never seen? No one ever contacted you to like buy shit? I have on Facebook. Like girls we went to high school with. No one's ever contacted me for that. Oh my gosh. Years. When you said it to me, I had no idea what you're talking about. This can this Google it. G- Google it right now. It? How do you it's spell it? L U L A R O E. Are you saying La- what are you saying? Like L- no, it's called Lou La Ro because it was named after their three granddaughters. And if you don't know what Lou when La Ro I is, Google when I Google it, it's like all these articles, sister wives. <laughs> no, okay. Go to like I'm images so clothing. you can just see I'm the clothing. Looking, I am okay. It's like this colorful shit. Okay, so would you buy that shit? I actually own a couple of these pieces, girl. Fuck no. Why would you ask me something stupid like that? <laughs> I was gonna say you own a couple. Girl, I really no. Like, hey, wait, what? Okay, you wouldn't it's, buy that shit. Do you know this was a multi, it was a billion dollar business. So why they said it was a Ponzi scheme was because the people who made money, and I didn't know this. So for it to be, for multi-level marketing, for it to be a Ponzi scheme, didn't know this, but you can't make money off of the people who sign up. Like you can, but you're not supposed to make more money than the product you're selling. These people were bonusing, bonusing a month, $70,000. One people, they, they literally bonus $1.4 million. But this wasn't off the product they sold. This was literally off of how many people they signed up. Ain't that crazy? Not flattering. I'm just looking. No, it's not. Yes. I literally was like, who the sorry, who was buying this shit? I'm sorry. It is. And then, of course, are you saying sorry for saying fuck word? And then, yeah, you know, hard things. Wait, I'm like, so you're you're sorry for the fuck, not the shit. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. No, Um, I just want to know who was wearing it. I, so somebody no some, wearing it, it just shows that you no people were sales. wearing it because they they actually did get sales. The thing about it is too, to even sign up for like their tiers started at five thousand and went all the way up to like eleven thousand dollars, and you have to buy the clothes. So obviously, when I buy clothes, there is no way to track what I'm selling to the people. But what they did track was like how much you had to hit like 
you have to buy so much merchandise a month or every two months or whatever to actually still be in like their thing. So it wasn't like you couldn't just like, if you have like people at the end of this were like that left or whatever, because then they didn't also have like a buyback policy. You have to have like a buyback policy. Didn't know that like 70% of your sales have to come for the products to not be a Ponzi scheme. There's obviously wasn't was coming from the people that were signing up. Um, but the shit that was crazy to me was people actually bought this shit. <laughs> the shit was tacky. I would never, not even on like my bad day. You know how I know that like they were training us to be doing this type of stuff since we were kids. Cause remember you would come home and they would have the little, like whatever you had to sell the fundraiser. And we would sell shit. We would sell shit. You would sell shit to get shit because you just want it. You want it like the TV. What the fuck was I doing this dumb TV? Trying to get a TV. I'm not. Or like you would get cheap shit that you would get. You have to send so much. Whereas like your parents could just like buy it for you at this Mm -hmm. point. They literally could. It was just a lesson that for years, whatever company that was, was able to convince kids. Schools. 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 Yes. Let's start with the schools kids in the schools and school yes. districts to have these competitions of selling like garbage wrapping paper nasty ass candy popcorn corn like i can't even remember it was mostly wrapping paper. oh my gosh the little like nativity set like na- like you know? oh yeah the nativity set some of them had like books it was just magazines um it was crazy to me it was the same as like selling even though those were good though and was those like you ever have to sell for like sports back in the day? Those world chocolate bars. Yeah, but you get a you get a chocolate bar. We were I fucking love garbage. Garbage. I literally would have my mom buy the whole box of chocolate bars. I will always get I don't the caramel think you ones. Tell anybody that you could just keep that to yourself. You I mean, I wouldn't eat the whole box, but it was like a, a thing that I would be able to eat like a half of the bar after dinner. And then I had a lot of siblings. So they ran through those shit because they knew where my mom hit it and I didn't. So then like my mom would be like, oh, there was 20 bars in here. And now there's five. <laughs> no, we would like, remember when you would sell the king size candies, we would just eat them. Yeah. All the receipts and all the Kit Kats. So my mom would just end up buying the box. Like, I know you guys fucking ate these. The mm-hmm. money's not adding up. But we'd be like, no, we mm-hmm. did we fucking I used to do that all the time. I remember it was like the king sides and it was the M&M's, the peanut M&M's. And I would literally sneak in there and get one all the time. My mom was like, what happened to all the peanut M&M's? I don't know. I don't know what happened to all Maybe we sold them. We don't have any of the money. Yeah, Strange. I sold it. I don't know what happened. Look at, we were doing fraud back then. And we were doing know. fraud back then. We were doing fraud back then. That Could you is... ever date a scammer? Depending on what he scammed. <laughs> <laughs> What's a respectable scam? After watching um, American Greed, because I watch a lot of it, there are some respectable scams. Like I would definitely date the guy that was scamming wine. Remember the wine bottles? Oh my gosh! I would date someone scamming wine bottles. He wasn't. It wasn't that he was like drugging or whatever. He was just putting two two buck chuck in like five thousand dollars, one point four million dollar bottles of wine. It wasn't hurting anyone. They just weren't getting the wine that they were promised. So yeah, depending on the scam, I would date it. To me, he wasn't fraudulently like defrauding elders, Jen Shaw, or <laughs> stealing from victims. He was literally Erica Jane. Oh, Erica Jane. He was just literally putting two butt check. If you don't know what that is, that's the Trader Joe's wine. Um, and Charles Schwab, he was literally just putting that in like bottles that were supposed to be like auctioned for millions of dollars. <laughs> Little white lie. Little white lie, big consequences. Okay. Little so white lie. Okay. So, but if he like defrauded old people and. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. going to be with anyone that defrauds old people, like out of their retirement and their money. Like, I'm not going to be with like a Bernie Madoff. Like I'm not going to do that. Someone that's going to destroy people's life and end up in bankruptcy and things like that. He was defrauding rich people, people that already had the money to spend this money. 
on these damn bottles. So he's damn near like Robin Hood at this point to you. Basically. It's the same as the people who were like defrauding the people, like the art people. Like, I think he was already, he targeted rich people. The the people who were buying these Rembrandts and Picassos are already fucking rich. Mm. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like they're already, there's already a demographic for them. And it's not this little lady who has a retirement that she's going to live on or a pension for the rest of her life that she's going to live on or him. No, that's not who he's targeting. Those people. Like, you already have, like, a rich goal in mind. I Go right ahead. Do it. That's what insurance is for. I, I don't, you can't I put would... insurance on wine, but you can put insurance on paintings. She said, um, I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm just saying, you gotta know when, depending on the scammer. How about you? Um, no, my answer is no. Okay. Um, just because I, I don't, I'm, uh, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to. Just because you're dating them doesn't mean you're gonna go to jail. I don't. Jail. Okay, and that's <laughs> if I don't date them, I know a hundred percent I won't go to jail. I will be if like, I, I don't do- know. I thought he was rich. I thought he was a wine dealer. I, I'm very I'm very good at making sure to ask people in a very tasteful way how they make their money. <laughs> very tasteful. <laughs> a very tasteful way, not like how Garcelle asked sudden how she made her money. Yeah, like obviously I want to know how you make your money because I'm interested in you. And in my interest, I don't need to know how much you make. What if they said they're an entrepreneur? So what if he dated, an, what if he said he was an entrepreneur? I would inquire more about his business. I've dated entrepreneurs before. And again, I want to know how you make your money. Like I'm, I'm an a, entrepreneur. Like that's the answer I'm giving you. I have, multiple, I have multiple businesses. That is a red flag that whatever he's doing, he don't want me to know. And I don't want to <laughs> Maybe be, he just don't want you all in his shit. <laughs> then he shouldn't be wanting to be up in my shit. Okay. <laughs> You don't have to be all over your shit. You tell them what you do. Yeah, I just. Mm-mm. Yeah. So there's certain things that if I ask a question to and you can't give me a direct answer, like I, I just think that maybe you're, you do fraud or maybe you're a scammer. Okay. So, um, speaking of scams, what about this whole Karen civil thing? I don't know the woman personally. Um, I just heard all the nasty stories like everyone else has. And I think it's awful if the stories are true. Yeah, but it's been like a lot of shit. Know, but like, a lot of shit doesn't make it true. So I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, a lot of shit doesn't make it true. Every- I mean, that they're saying about her is true it's awful but like just because a lot of people say stuff doesn't necessarily make it true she has to be she should be found guilty of you know because if you scam and you do fraud it's a crime and then you're found guilty for such crimes you know well there's like so much people are saying like she allegedly used charity profits to like promote her career and i hate when people make stories like that because it's like if she did those things it's embezzling and she will be charged and she would yeah that is embezzling from a charity yes i know but it's alleged if she did it investigate and she's going to be charged with it i'm not going to crucify someone from an allegation even if 20,000 people make these allegations, these things are really easy to prove if she did it. If she did yeah. it, it's proven. Well, she already she- said, she already admitted to trying to do what she did to Jason Lee. Okay, like, and that's, he, not, that's not, that's messy and that's shady yeah. and that's- It's 100% know. shady and yeah, messy and trying to bring a man down, anyone down from their business. That was his business. He was trying to build a- so I just have a question because I, I need I need to get you off your high horse a little bit. What is the messiest showbiz? What's the messiest business of them all? Show, show business. So a messy person in a messy <laughs> business with messy ass Jason. You want me 
to, you know what I mean? Like, I think, is it messy? Fuck yeah. Is it a messy business? Yes. Do people have to do shitty things to each other? Yes. We were just having this conversation. Oh my God. Is the requirement to work in a leasing office? Just have a fucked up attitude. And oh, hate- for reals, for real. You know I mean? It's just like, you know what you're getting into in certain industries. Her you moving did. the way that she moved. There's a bunch of industry people who move. Oh, I 100% feel like there's a bunch of industry people that and that's move. What I don't that. like what they're doing right now. They're, they're clumping up industry beef and industry squabbles with real like fraud. Like if she stole from a charity, that is not the same conversation about her hiring a hacker to take down, you know, Hollywood Unlocked. That's not the same because- They're taking money from Jesse Wu because she was supposed to be her- um, I don't even know what she was supposed to be for her. And the same as um, Joyner, the guy, yeah. and taking yeah. 60K from him. I guess she was supposed to do marketing for them. Yeah. So, and then it's like, okay, people pay That's a little bit money. different than stealing because that technically, like you said, isn't like embezzlement or fraud. Like messing with charities and shit like that, that's like a whole nother level. That's the whole reason. Like, I mean, to this day, I still can't believe that. Trump became her president because he he did not have allegations. He was literally convicted of like creating a fake charity. His charity was fake. He was using those funds in his charity. And there's like all kind of like tax write-offs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Because you can't be taxed on, you know, charitable funds. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, that stuff is easy to prove. So if they if she did what they said she did, then go to court, be arrested, and you know, deal with it that way. Yeah. But like lumping up industry beef. And she was really popular with a lot of people for a really long time. I and mean, I- she still is popular. It's crazy because I was on a clubhouse. Oh, I wasn't a lot of, she has a lot of beef with people right now. Well, she has a lot of beef, but she's recently changed over her. Not recently. I feel like for like a couple of years now, she's went from talent to corporate. So brands, corporate brands which are high, like high-end corporate brands. So it's totally different. And I used to work in PR and marketing. Working with talent is very hard. It's difficult because you can't control talent like you can control a brand. Mm-hmm. A brand is you have a brand. A brand is already specific, usually. Now people, they are their brand, but back in the day, they were not their brand. So it's hard to sell a talent rather than sell a brand, if that makes sense. Um, so I understand why she moved over to brands, but I mean, she works with high-end brands like Louis Vuitton and things like that. And I get it. Like people are like, that's what she always wanted to do. That was her stepping stone from talent. But it looks like a lot of the talent, she just pissed off all the people she worked with. I Like I said, I was on a clubhouse and it was Crenshaw District and it was Nipsey's people. And they were not saying the best things about her. Also didn't know Nipsey fired her. He kept it quiet that he fired her, but supposedly, according to his people, he fired her. No one knows why he fired her. No one could tell you why, but supposedly he fired her. He just said, we'll leave it at that. She knows what she did, and he fired her. I mean, it's, it's a, there's no business dirtier than show business. <laughs> That's what they say. This is why I always say when I always get the question. Would you rather be rich or famous? And I always rich. choose. I, I always be, choose. I want to be so rich. And I like, always I choose rich. I would be so under the radar. I always choose rich. Like I would not want to be famous. I don't want the fame. Like we were like, with fame comes, you can become rich. Nope. Give me my riches and let me go live on a private island by myself. Give me my riches and give me my peace. <laughs> yes, I can. Let, you know how many rich people there are that we just don't know who they are. Because they're not famous, but they are rich, incredibly rich. But we don't know who they are. I can be modestly rich. Yeah, I would be modestly rich. You're not going to know I'm rich. Once I, if I get rich, guys, you guys aren't going to know. Still going to do my podcast. Still going to be my bougie self. I love when it's your podcast. Uh, Our our podcast. See, it's her snappiness. You know why? Because Pisces. (laughs) Pisces. Do you see it? I was ready to pounce. 
ready to find something to piss me off. <laughs> ready. She was ready. I can't even believe how ready she was. You see that? She was like, I just love when you say yours. I, I, know, I just love it. I just love it. Because she was ready come. for that fight. You know what? Yeah. I don't choose violence. I know. I do. I'm telling Stay away <laughs> from me. Look at it. I, I lived in my life enough to say I'm not choosing violence anymore. Fuck these people. Fuck, fuck them people. Fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck them kids. Um, I'm just not choosing violence. Not at all. Um, what are your thoughts on Karen Civil? Why are you asking me about her business? I mean, it's out there. So <laughs> I think it is insanely crazy. Um, like I said, some things are alleged. Some things are not alleged because there was a lawsuit um for the whole Jesse Wu thing and that I thought was the craziest thing because I'm just like why take down another like black woman who's trying to come up but I actually it's not crazy to me because I feel like it's this has been said multiple times and I try to find the good and like no like my friends don't do this or whatever, but they say like people really like envy you for what you're doing and who you are from mm-hmm. afar. Mm-hmm. And they'll, and and they say, and they were like, you also have to watch out today. Like when the thing was like a podcast I was listening, it was like, you really do sometimes have to watch out for your friends. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I'm not that type of person. And so it was very good how they explained it because one girl's explained it that it like sometimes like when she goes out, she was a whole friend. That's what she said. She says, and now she's with someone. When she goes out, her friends still expect her to be the whole friend. And she's not that anymore. And so she says, so they hate on her relationship. Oh, yeah. So what they were saying was like, she was the whole friend. So whenever they went out, she was the whole friend. She was the one that would flirt. She was the one that would get free drinks. She was the one to do all those things. But when she got a a relationship, her friends started to hate on her. And she couldn't understand why, because she was like, my guy is a great guy. But she realized they still wanted her to be the whole friend. Yeah. They couldn't picture her being an another friend and then the other girl was like maybe sometimes the envy isn't purpose envy it's envy of a different kind and what she said is like say like you went to Vegas this weekend and I was like oh my gosh like I wanted to go to Vegas like it's not me being jealous but it's me being like damn I wish I could have went there too you know I wish I could have party there too like if I would have went out you're like damn I wish I was there that weekend I could drink so she was like like is it purposely done or is it like just a different kind and they were saying like one of the girls was like yeah my friends don't act like that but she was like I noticed she was like I sit back and I observe more now that I have a boyfriend and I can see things that have never been said, people say to me, and they're like, she's like, why are you saying this? But she realizes that they still have me categorized as the whole friend. They don't know me in this relationship. She's like, even though my relationship is great, I'm with the guy who's never treated me better. They don't know this person. They want me to stay this hoe and not this person. So... I just think that like, as I get older, what I'm realizing is like people like to create a narrative about other people. Whereas like, I don't do that. I am quick to say, I don't fucking know. I don't know them. I don't know, the, you say that. I don't know the business. Cause like, I don't know. I don't, until I know you, there's only certain people I can speak on and I can speak on you because I feel comfortable enough. Like I know you like, Bitch, you don't know me. You can't speak on me. You don't know my life. But like most of the time, or if you speak up on me, like it's usually not where I'm saying, no, Christy, that's not how I feel. I'm like, yeah, tell them because, you know, you know me, like, you know, points I'm trying to 
we know each other and we know each other pretty much on an intimate yeah. level. And by I that, mean, I mean, that hasn't have to happen for a while. Nowadays too, if people are asking, I'm like, why do you want to know? My curious, you know, things used to change where you feel like you have to right. defend your friend. This is my friend. This is who she is. But now I'm like, why do you want to know? Right. It's none of your fucking business. Yeah. It's like none of your business. Like what, what do you want to know? Like, right. blah, blah, blah. I mean, we had a whole lie kept up that why we traveled so much. Clinty was a traveling stripper and I was her manager. Right. And he got back to us. That's how you know people. Like, <laughs> did get back to people us. People are really, and I didn't realize this because <sighs> people really used to be curious about how you made your money. Remember? I and know. You traveled more than me at the time. I wasn't hoeing. Yeah, but that's because I no, had a job. Thinking about it. That's when people yeah. were most curious about how you made your money, right? I would say the last two years, I've probably traveled more than you. Mm -hmm. The last two years, people have had a sudden interest on how I fucking make my money, which is so strange to me. It's so strange. Why do you care? All you need to know is. (laughs) All you need to know is I'm not a hoe. I'm about to say that. Oh, my gosh. I literally was about to say that. That's all you need to know about me. Daisy. Girls, girls. That's it. I don't know. You got to be with me. You got to be chief lots of dough. Lots of dough. And that's that's on all of Mary's little lambs. Remember when people said that you had a sugar daddy? It must be nice. (laughs) I don't. I'm sorry. These things, it's like you said, people create this narrative. That is insane. I'm but, like, whenever I, I will go on vacations with my girlfriends, they're like, what nigga paid for that? Uh, me? My, <laughs> me, myself, and I. Like, me, myself, and I. But yeah, like, people, they, they, they see the, the good parts of it. They don't see the struggle. They don't see the behind the scenes, I like to say. They see right. what we want them to see. Obviously, I want you to see certain things in my life, but also the people in my life are asking me, how am I making my money? Like they know I have a job and like, it's legal. I'm not defrauding anyone, people, fraud episode, but. Right. It was just so weird because it's like, and you realize people respect you on the level of money that they think you have. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I don't really I agree with the statement about watching out for your your friends or people you call your friends and like what to share, what not to share, because, you know, everybody around you doesn't always wish well for you. And, you know, me, that was a hard lesson for me to realize is that yeah. everyone around you just everyone well. is not happy for you. Yeah. I'm such like the opposite. I say you are, too. Like, I'm very a congratulator. You're oh, doing something. Sure. Congratulations. You're doing it. That is amazing. That is great. You do it because that is yeah. meant for you. It's not meant for me. I'm not putting myself in your position to be like, damn, why can't I do that? People go on vacation. I don't say, damn, why can't I vacation like that? I, I go, hell, I, I want a vacation like that. Right. Let me, Wait, let me step my shit my up. Let me, say, let me step my shit up. Let me step my game up so I can vacation like that. I'm never a why me person. It's like, let me be the better, not better than you, but like the better version of myself, the greater person that I am to be on my grind. Your grind ain't my grind and my grind ain't your grind. So therefore there is no, I hate comparing apples to oranges. Like I hate comparisons. And it's so evident like now with social media, everyone's compare everything. And I'm just like, why mm-hmm. trust me you don't want to compare my life i eat taco bell guys <laughs> chrissy eats popeyes <laughs> I, popeyes is fine popeyes is a black person's national treasure it's a white corporation i just want to know why it is a black people's <laughs> national t- i just i because because the black person is um the spokesperson it's out of Louisiana. Is it a white corporation? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. 
I'm like, there's so many other black. I bought black. Okay, wait, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty pretty sure I'm right, but back. Okay, I'm gonna look it up because I don't know about this. And you know, I choose violence because the full moons in Pisces. So I could just be being argumentative. I mean, Popeye isn't as bad as talk about. I feel like more people rather me eating talk about because I like talk about. Like people, they won't ever say they they like talk about, but I like it. I like go there purposely. Was I right? I don't know. Popeye's owner. It says black, but let me see. Um, it's known as Popeye's from the kitchen. Sorry, natural food chain that was founded in 1972 in New Orleans, Louisiana, headquartered in Miami, Florida. No, 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 no. So it looks like the original owner of it. I don't want to know about the original ones because we originate stuff and then sell it and then it. Okay. So the original person was black. (laughs) Okay. And then the person who owned. He died though. So who owns the Popeye's conglomerate that is of today? Okay. Right now. It is under Restaurant Brands International since 2017. RBI, Restaurant Brands International. They own it. They're based out of Toronto, Canada. They're Canadian, so they're definitely not Black. She said a Black a black charm. Okay. So only person not Black from t- Canada is Drake. <laughs> Is he black? His dad's black, so yes, he's black. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate the internet. So the Fuji's on a tour. Okay. Their first tour in like 25 years. Okay. You know, no, Lauren Hill is notorious for being late. Who the fuck is going to a Fuji's concert knowing that bitch don't show up on time? I was at a Fuji's concert. If the concert started at eight, like respectful she is. If the concert started at eight, she would hit the stage at like 1.30 in the morning. Like it's not normal people late for a concert. It's like well, this- usually like Fuji's too. Like they have songs together. So it's not like she can't sing the songs. She had a no, solo album, but no. they also have yeah. songs together. No, Chrissy, you're not getting what I'm saying is that she makes her people wait. Like her concert can start. Well, maybe she won't make them wait because it's not just her. It's she did it for our whole tour for her comeback tour for the mi- yeah, but it was just her. So maybe like having other people, like they'll get her together. That's what you think. <laughs> I That's mean, what you think? maybe. That's so funny. Um, no, this isn't funny. But a North Carolina um, funeral home has a advertising. Um, they hired a truck to drive around and it the truck says don't get vaccinated and then it advertises their funeral home. Are they getting in trouble for that? No, because it's a, it's an agency. I mean, it's a um it's an actual funeral home. They're just that's their ad. How are they going to get in trouble for that? If my ad of a company I say and I say don't get vaccinated and then it says, but call the funeral home. I think that's actually pretty smart. <laughs> that is so dark. And you know, I don't play about certain I stuff. know, but that's that what it, I'm going to send it to you. I don't find that. Um, so my friend know. sent it to me earlier, but I didn't get the whole backstory, but it just came in, came up right now on my CNN. And it says, yeah, a truck had the name of the funeral home on it. But instead of a soothing thought that made double as the company slogan, the message on on the side, red, don't get vaccinated. Call Wilmore Funeral Home. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is funny because what the fuck? I'm shaming what, her, you guys. Just so you know, f- I'm no, looking at her like, like what shame. the fuck? Like, I just, I just want to know the audacity of people. Like, this is what you think? Like, and I guess they said that's because the fully vaccinated account for the total U.S. population is only 54.7%. So they said that they're also not only they're advertising 
um, you know, for their funeral home, but they're also advertising, like, you should get vaccinated. Because if you don't, this is what's going to (laughs) happen. Well, you know, they want you to go get the jab, guys. Girl, stop talking about this damn jab. Leave me alone. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) Leave me alone. Oh, my gosh. I'd like to be left alone. Okay, wait, who are we cheersing to? Oh, wait. Um, So... Who are we cheersing to? What is happening in a world that we could cheers to somebody? I want to cheers to Jeannie Mai and Jeezy for having a Oh, baby. yeah, for That's having so a baby. I love to see love win. And I love seeing someone get out of, like, especially a woman, a woman of color, um, just to point out that she's a woman of color, but a woman of color who's left a shitty relationship to get into a beautiful and they get to welcome a baby I think that's beautiful so I think it's beautiful too I just think that like once you find like that love yeah of a person that you didn't have in other relationships or whatever it may be and you get it and you're just so genuinely happy and like she said she felt safe I think it's beautiful so congrats to them and I know that baby is already loved and it's gonna be loved and I follow Jeannie not my and her mom her mom is so cute so I think it's just gonna be so exciting for her mom yeah I'm really baby I'm like oh okay so I bet they're having a boy because this is the year of the boys that's what they say I don't know I thought they call that and I'm like what the fucking girls born that year but okay (laughs) i mean girls are born but i guess they call it because they say more boys are born even though i do know two people that just had girls so yeah um no so who needs to shut up and why i feel like has anyone been getting on my nerves lately? I have something that gets on my nerves and I'm probably going to get crucified for making the statement, but it bothers me. Okay. So there was a case. I just hate when there's a case and if it's a specific race and then everyone turns it around and saying like, well, what about all the black people? Like, I think. Are sad- you talking about Gabby? I'm, I'm not even talking about her specifically because okay. it's not her. I don't want to taint her name with that statement. But yeah. I just hate when there's like a track on and it's like one race. And I, I don't like when does it. And then you have people turn around like, what about this race? Like, I, I get where people are coming from. It's just it's it's it is in history and now that a black person going missing does not make national news like white person. Going no, missing. it doesn't. It's, it does not. It doesn't. It does not. We have to protest. We have we to do. do all of those things. But, but also, that, too. But listen, this is this is my point, because that's why I didn't yeah. want to say her name. My point is, does it take away from the tragedy to happen to this white life? It does not. It really doesn't. It's sad. It like, doesn't take away at all. To me, it doesn't take away any of that. But I know me personally, if someone I knew I loved went missing, a kid a friend, you, anyone went missing. I would not stop hounding a radio, a station, a black vloggers, somebody to be like, this is what's happening. This, my friend is missing. I need you to cover this. This is what I do. So it does seem to bother me when people now won't say like her, but there's other people that are missing that like parents are now having this that's been missing since August. We're in September, but you didn't use those, what you're doing now to speak out against it then. Like I would have made a YouTube page. I would have did all these things. This is what's happening. This person is missing. This person, I would spam all my friends, anyone I knew, hey, Spam this blog site, spam this news site. Send would it, you send tell it, send would it. you tell them, hey, don't look for this white person, look for my friend? Well, no, I wouldn't do that. That's that's what my problem is because <laughs> yeah. I don't like when any race does it. Yeah. Like no, I th- I hear you. I get the point. Yeah. It's it's system. I mean, there's more wrong. resources for people there. These are two different states. There's more resources out there for people to I don't even want to talk about the particular yeah. cases. Just, just, again, just, that's just not saying, my point. But it's like, yeah. In- no, general, like stopped. I'm saying, shut up and whine about yeah. it to the people. Like, yeah. 
the same way we told the like all life matters people shut up and whine about it like there is a time and a place when i didn't like when it was like all the asian hate and brutality happening and people were like where's all this when they're doing this to this race like you don't get to do that like again comparing apples to oranges not the same it is a tragedy let this like let this the people who like at this particular moment like what her family is going through it's a tragedy unfortunately they it's a person that died these things happen it is a fucking tragedy it is but like i said you have to be what does it say? There is a thing where people say you need to be proactive and not reactive. You need to be proactive. Like yeah. I said, if someone came up to me and was missing a friend, a dear, I'm not going to stop until I'm going to blog. I'm going to sing. I'm going to write. I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to make a video message every day to get out and there. And that's, that's what their point people. is. Their point is people of color have to do that. White people don't. You, you and, it, and it's okay. Maybe it's, you don't, but you guess what? No, that's I think what they're, I'm saying gonna that. Do. they're saying I'm just going to do it. No, that's their argument. Their argument is white people don't have to do that. It's going to get picked up because a white girl is missing. If it's a black person or a black girl missing, we do have to blog. We do have to do all those things. Is it unfair? A hundred percent. Is that yeah. the life we live in? It is. It do is. you have to do it? Yes, you have to do mm-hmm. it. Am I ever going to take my platform anger and the things that are done that are like harder on me out on another race? No, yeah. I'm not going to do 100% that. I don't not. like that. I mean, I as, don't as black that. women and, and black race or Hispanic race and things, we have it already harder than than white race. We already know that. These are mm-hmm. things you do know. Yeah. Is it equal? No, of course it's not equal. But guess what? Once you realize that in your head and you can move on and do the things, like I said, proactively, that's what you do. You shouldn't have to, but guess what? We We do. We have to do that. That's the whole reason why HBCUs exist. Should they exist? But no, they exist. We have to, we have to create a educational institution for us unfortunately we, like we have to protect the, what is it fubu yeah. for us by us you know yeah fubu like, for us by us that. like but that I'm, doesn't mean you have to hate another race oh my no. gosh i told you about the yeah. time me and kendall and matt were in that lift and we were just like this is crazy like we are all you know young professional black people but we don't hate other races and no. that lift driver was like she was a black woman and she was like just spewing all this like hate to other races and we're like we don't feel that way like I don't feel that way but I definitely feel like why certain people would feel that way and obviously me and you grew up in California very diverse area and I realized not all places are diverse I mean how Louisiana was still having a black and white prom at the same school a prom for black people and prom for white people up into 2019, like this was happening. Right. So I definitely understand depending on where people live and how they are and the interactions of the white people that might live around them. I, I, I I didn't know that until I traveled more because there's just certain stuff that we, we, we didn't, I didn't grow up that way. No, we didn't grow up that way. It just, it was literally baffling that this is what was happening. I 100% agree with you. And that's why I say, like, I definitely understand. I feel like with social media and with Google, you, you realize there is a different world out there with TV, everything. You realize it's a different world out there that you may not know anything about. And maybe one day people will see and hopefully they will be able to understand that. But I just binge watched a show called All American and it's pretty, it's literally about people that live in basically the same area One, they're in Crenshaw and then in Beverly Hills, which are really literally down the street from each other, but how their worlds were so different and how growing up life, and things were just so different. And I was like, I definitely understand. Um, but I'm with you. I just, mm-hmm. it's not how I grew up. So it's not how I will be in my daily life. 
in of people, but I definitely understand. I can't fault people for not, but I do fault people for not educating themselves, if that makes sense. You have all the tools right now. Back in the day, you didn't. I mean, back in the day, like I used the thesaurus and an encyclopedia. Girl, I remember getting one for um, like Christmas or something for my grandmother. And I was just like, oh, I am basically the fucking um, librarian. Yeah. <laughs> remember you said to go to the library you needed something you would take like your encyclopedia if you didn't have it at home or whatever no bro i was to, the like, fucking friends had to come to my house because yeah, i had, had a whole set of yes i'm the fucking librarian bitch. Yeah. yeah and that's literally like how you have it there was no google there was no internet i just like, wish people would better themselves like we want to education educate yeah, so i agree with you that's why I say shut up and whine about it. Like, it's a tragedy. We want a better world. We can do something about it. Sitting up and just like hating and talking about how not fair something is, is just like, I, it grinds my gears. It just does. It just does. And then there's certain instances where like, we are going to feel like that because there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Last summer, we all felt it as, you know, black people with the cops killing unarmed black people, like left and right. Like yeah. there's nothing we can and do. At an alarming that, rate. Course. It was at crazy. an alarming rate. Like it just like infuriated us. It was hard for us. Like mm-hmm. we went through those things. This instant is not that. Like that's not no. what happened. It is a tragedy. And it would be a tragedy for whatever race. I mean, it it's a super tragedy. This it's this it's crazy to me. Definitely gonna be a lifetime movie, but um It will definitely be a lifetime movie. And I feel like we see that across our screens. Like, you know, it's not the same white people like it is for us when they see it across their scenes. Like, I'm not saying this to be insensitive, but it's like a white woman missing covering. It happens all the time, but it doesn't make it any less sad. You know, they don't get desensitized to it. But a white woman missing who was with her boyfriend on a trip. And he came right. back alive. Right. But like, you you know, it happens, but it's just like what we had to see last summer where it was like, you know, we witnessed a man get murdered on TV over and over and over again and how traumatizing that is. You know, it's it's different. And hearing people compare, like when I say people, the comparisons I've heard about this case, I seen someone say like, oh, I thought you guys didn't want to see George Floyd on TV, but you want to see this white devil on TV. I read that. <laughs> And I was that, just like, those are I again, apples to oranges. I had to totally stop. different. This and I felt different. so bad for both. I felt bad for both families because the fact yes. that anybody on any side has a problem with what you see on TV and people lost. Like this ones, woman was murdered. She was a woman and this man, because when the yes. people were like, yeah, you know, we didn't want to see this on TV. Like it, it was just. We're I not remember seeing when I her you, being murdered on TV. You know, that's fortunately. Her parents did not see that, but fortunately, her parents lost a 22-year-old daughter that was murdered because it came back as homicide. So she was murdered. It's insane to me. I don't, these people, I don't know what they're thinking. You know, if anyone's in an abusive relationship, me and Chrissy just want to, you know, put it out there to get help, reach out. We'll get whatever resources that we can. I feel like this day and age, you have, you, you have so many more resources to leave. You don't have to stay. You don't ever have to stay in any kind of abusive relationship, regardless if it's like a relationship, relationship, a friendship, because those can be abusive. Like, we will reach out, give you the resources, but yeah, I feel like I'm with you. Shut up and whine people. Shut up and whine. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the broken bougie podcast. Can't you see? Look, she's in a better mood now. That Pisces Pisces moon is It's not the Pisces moon. It's my daughter staring at me from the door cracked and she's telling me to wrap it up. That's what's like, can you wrap it up? She's trying to watch Coco guys. So, all right, everyone. Peace out.